Hey, Lovebird, it's me, Stephanie, CEO of The Good Love Company and leading relationship expert. You're about to start transforming your love life from the inside out with the So Good podcast. I've been widely considered the leader in the love coaching space and have worked with super achievers all around the world for over six years. Here, you're not gonna find cheesy dating tips or fluffy nonsense, no manipulative tactics either, because my work is about understanding behavior, identity, and motivation. Pair that with energetic work, somatic healing, and ooh, your love life is about to get so good. These talks are designed to inspire, provoke, and guide you on your journey home to take you and your love life to heights you've never thought possible. If you're wanting more from your relationships, better connection, hotter sex, self-love tips, and emotional mastery, then stick around. It's about to get so good. I'm glad you're here. Hello, darling. What's up? Welcome to another episode of So Good. It is me, Stephanie. I'm excited for this one because we're going to have a little fun. We're going to get light. We're going to talk about celebrity couples, which to be honest with you is one of my favorite things ever to analyze and look at because it is very obvious a lot of the times. But what can be tricky is that many celebrities have been actors or on stage. So sometimes things can be hard to tell behind the scenes. So I'm always down for a good celebrity couple analysis. And I have to tell you, today's case study slash celeb couple analysis is one that I am really, really excited about. I really like it. I like them. And today we're going to talk about Benefer 2.0. That's right, everybody. 18 years later, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back in action, Instagram official, all about it. And today's episode is going to be talking about what do I think? And we're probably going to throw in a little info about second time around rules, so to speak, what I think about them. Do I think it'll last? So if you want to hear some celebrity dish, you're in the right place, babes. So Miss JLo, my Leo queen, has been engaged five times. She has been engaged to three Leos, one Virgo, one Gemini. This woman encapsulates the old glamour Liz Taylor. She can get a ring, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This chick is magnetic. I've always loved Jennifer Lopez for the way that she just owns her charisma. And for 52 years old, like, please. Ben Affleck, in his own right, had his, his moment. And we've all seen his fall from grace. Gotta respect a man in recovery. Ben Affleck is afflicted with a few different addictions. We won't go into it for this episode, but it's safe to say that he has been around enough to understand a little bit more about himself and a little bit more about how his relationships may have worked or may have not worked. He has been known to be a fabulous co-parent with Jen Garner and on a person who has been through the AA recovery system and a person who has done the steps and gotten sober from alcohol, it is no easy feat. So to see him back in action and thriving and happy is personally really, really, really exciting to see. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could whip out your phone anytime you wanted relationship help from a legit love expert? and just got the answer to your problem solved like immediately and more than a two minute fluffy you got this unlike other love coaches i go hard in boxer 
My private clients love this perk because let's be real, most of the real stuff happens in between traditional calls. But now, for the first time ever outside of my high-level one-on-one, I can be in your back pocket. Introducing Back Pocket Love Coach, 30 days private, tailored one-on-one with me, Stephanie. Former lovebirds who snagged this brilliant opportunity got tailored coaching when they needed it. And some of them used it to squash anxiety about dating, how not to fuck up a new connection. Some used it to move through breakups. Some used it to move through healing their own bullshit, preventing them from having the love of their life. Everyone has their own things and I'd love to support you because honestly, stop bugging your girlfriends and actually text a pro. Here's what's in it for you. The best relationship expert, hey, at your fingertips. (laughs) Mentorship without a long-term contract. Exclusive framework concepts and tools tailored to you that I only reserve for private clients. Confidence in yourself as a woman to actually be in love like an adult. Revived relationships, hotter sex, less bickers, ease in dating, I could go on. What's the energy exchange? One month of private boxer access is 1,000 USD. Find out more at sogood.love or as always DM me, BPLC, to get started. So let's just cut to the chase. I have to say, I love that she stuck it to Alex Rodriguez. If we're being petty Bettys for a second between you, me, and the Garden Post, I absolutely love that she just moved on. Because here's the thing, Alex Rodriguez blew it. We all know this. He knows this. If you've seen the paparazzi photos where he's, you know, crying in the cafe, but but looking over to see if there's a camera catching, this man is a mirage of a person. He has this air of arrogance and he's kind of slimy. I know that a lot of their relationship, from from my analysis, from me just observing and watching them, a lot of it was very luxury-based, glamorous, jets, but ultimately, he blew it. And what I love about Jennifer Lopez is that she does not waste her time. Like when, when you cross a personal threshold, so Jennifer Lopez has been humiliated in love before. She has been engaged five times. She's been married, I think, three times. This woman knows like when something is done on her end, it is an energetic completion. So when he got caught essentially texting Madison LaCroix and being super sneaky and it was it came out that this was not a one-time thing, this was not a new thing, she shut that down. And I love a woman who knows, who knows when to call it off. It takes a lot of self-respect to say, this man is presenting me with a diamond and the lifestyle and all the things and to still say no. Gotta love her for that. So when she decided to, what, a month later, reunite with Ben Affleck and the paparazzi photos started capturing them, And then all of a sudden she started doing interviews and wouldn't shut down questions about it, would answer them. And then she's taking photos with him at Leah Remini's birthday. And then on her 52nd birthday, she posted her Instagram official pic of her and Ben. So this chickie literally said middle fingers in the air. I'm going to do me. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Out of all of Jennifer Lopez's relationships, hers and Ben Affleck's were something that was almost hard to put into words. 
the magnetic physical chemistry was almost palpable. And if you know my work, you guys know that chemistry, connection, and, and the character of the person are one of the things that you cannot fake, you cannot manipulate, you can't deny. It, it is the same way that you are with your best friend, just connected and real, and you can't fake that, you don't have to pretend, it's just naturally there. The best relationships encapsulate a, a form of that. So when they started just flaunting their shit, I was eating it up. I'm like, good for fucking you, good for you. Ben Affleck, you've gone through your recovery, you've learned the hard way, you've had your own share of relationships. JLo, like, girl, we all know that you shut him down when you get humiliated and hurt. So honestly, I think this 2.0 redemption could be really, really, really powerful. It's still very early. It's still technically one could suggest a rebound or a fling. But I gotta say, there's something really whimsical about this reunion. When they first got together, it was very flashy. It was very, um, you know, they did the Jenny from the Block video together. They were looking glamorous. JLo has a way of morphing with the people she's with. Like when she was with Puff Daddy, she took on a lot of the hip hop urban culture. When she was with Ben Affleck, it was very old Hollywood. So I think that she, in her own personal energetic baseline, is an old Hollywood glamorous person. And I think that being with someone who will bring that out without taking it too far like Alex Rodriguez, let's not forget, is going to be really good. I think Ben Affleck has a softness to him that A-Rod didn't if we're comparing the last two. I think Ben Affleck always had this idea that she was out of his league. There was always an energy that I picked up on that said he was always like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm with her. And I love that you can tell that. You can tell that from the energy. He always had this, this puppy dog face with her. It was always just this, holy shit, you are my queen. And we all know that Jennifer Lopez loves that. She is the quintessential romantic fairy tale believer. Love is everything. Love is all encapsulating. So when you take a woman with that energy and you pair her with a guy who is just goo goo gaga over her, but still has that air of old Hollywood, bam, like that's fireworks. I bet their sex life is off the fucking chain. I think that there is something to be said about the ease in this relationship. And I remember, now my memory is a, a little foggy. This has been 18 years. Can you believe it's been 18 years since 2003? But whenever I would look at their body language, they always just enjoyed it. They, they liked their energetic cocoon that they created. Because remember, if you are in a monogamous two-person relationship, your energies ebb and flow with each other. It's, it's kind of like the infinity symbol. Like you, you weave in and you weave out. Masculine, feminine, polarity, contrast, good, bad, up, down. And 
your, if, if you were to sort of map that out on a, on a basis, you would get an energetic baseline. You would get an idea of this is how we are. That's why you can see couples that are, you could classify them as like, oh, they're the goofy couple or they're the serious couple or they're the whatever couple. It's because you can actually track energy. And the more that you are aware of who you are and how you enjoy to feel and then only allow someone who compliments that, that's how you get the, the good good. But tangent alert. Jennifer and Ben Affleck work well together because of this dynamic. They're able to give each other energy. They're able to bring out the best in him. So she sees a side of him that he perhaps denies or or can't really see. He is in awe of her, which lights up her brain chemistry because she loves that. And then together, they create their own day-to-day, their own baseline. So do I think that they will last? It's hard to tell. The two of them, well, most of the time it's on JLo's end, but they've been known to go quickly. She has been known to just throw it out there, own it, be in it, and throw the societal quote-unquote rules out the window. So as of right now, It's hard to predict the future, but I I will say that 18 years and then being reunited is a pretty magical scenario. It's very serendipitous to me. There's something very magical about it because you need to remember too that when people come into our life and form a intimate romantic relationship, they change us. We're changed permanently. It's neither good nor bad. It, it just is. That's why we can still be, we could be happily married today and look back at a, a boyfriend from our teen years and have a nostalgic moment. They're in us. It's a cellular thing. So to be together to an engagement and then separate for 18 years and he goes off and learns a whole bunch of shit. She goes off and learns a whole bunch of shit. And then as if by magic, they reunite. That's pretty intense. It's not like, you know, we got back together after a few months and kind of fizzled out again, but he'll call me every once in a while. Like this feels a little bit more karmic and a little bit more faded to me. Now, I'm not a medium psychic. I'm not a a fortune teller. I have no idea they could break up tomorrow. But there is something to be said about that beautiful reunion. So what I want to see from them is I want to see it be different than it was before. Now, that might be confusing, but hear me out for a second. Where they went wrong last time is they used their flashy bravado and it essentially combusted their relationship. It got too big, too hot, too fast. Cheating rumors started flying, jealousy rumors. They basically self-destructed. It was so hot, so fast. They made themselves completely publicly known and it blew up in their face. So when we look at 2021, in the same pattern, we want to see things different. So what's the same? They went public relatively quick. Okay. What's different? The difference is 
there's a lot more calm energy to it. It's a lot more natural. It's a lot happier. It's less bravado. It's less performative. There will always be some level of showmanship when you have two Leos in a relationship together, but you can almost tell that there's a relaxed energy. It's not so much, look at how amazing and hot and glamorous we are. It's wow, our lives took a different turn and we reconnected and we're curious and exploring it and just going with it. There's definitely an edge of maturity. There's definitely this air of relaxed. They're, they're way more relaxed. And that's what happens as you grow and mature and age and you sink into who you are. So what I'm gonna be watching for is I'm gonna be watching for more of this. I want to see if they revert to the old ways of all of a sudden being all over everyone's face and doing the same thing. That's what I'm really going to be looking for because if you break up with somebody, if there was enough of a rupture in a relationship to split, then you can't just get back together and not repair the rupture. So... I'm a huge fan of reconciliation. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan when it's safe to do so to come back together. If, if the union was meant to be, then that's kind of what happens. So when two people can reunite and, and remember that happiness, I'm all for it. I want to just ensure that they do not go into this thinking that time alone is is enough. I would love to know how their lifestyles are going to mesh. I would love to know if they are going to kind of go back to 2003 Benefer when it was flashy and in your face and music videos together and they're iced out and glamorous or if we'll continue to see this more safe, sweet, easy breezy, just connected vibe because there's no denying they have something. And personally, I would love for this to work out. It would be such a sweet, sweet story. I'm gonna be watching to see how he does recovery-wise. J-Lo, from what I recall, I don't know. I think she's one of those celebs who's like Kim K, where they're like, oh, I'll have like one glass of wine, maybe. It'll be nice for him to be able to be with somebody like that. From what I can recall, his last few relationships were relatively healthy and he, he didn't go off on like a Brian Austin Green spiral. We'll do a different episode on that one. Comment, DM me if you want me to do a Megan Fox, MGK, Brian Austin Green episode. <laughs> so what happens when a couple gets back together? What are the second time around rules? And I say rules in a funny voice because I'm, I'm not a real fan of rules because I think that everyone is different and your job is to figure out what you like and what you can tolerate and what you're okay with. Then the rules happen naturally as boundaries and behaviors. So do I think that two people can break up and get back together and live happily ever after? I absolutely do. I 100% do. But the caveat is that both people have to come to the table different. The connection, the heat, the chemistry, the I see you, you see me, that will never go away. If someone is actually meant for you, you don't need to like 
work to get the heat. You don't need to turn the burner on. But the old patterns and habits and behaviors that split you guys up in the first place, if they're ingrained in one or two of you, then that needs to be worked out because it will come back up again. I see this all the time. They think that it's just distance. But once people start to get comfortable with each other again, the habits creep up and patterns creep up and a sense of familiarity and comfort can come up. And so if you are to split and get back together, and I know a lot of people, I've, I've known a few girlfriends who they separated from their husband for like a year and a half and they're back together. And the ones that were successful in that, in that time apart, everyone went to therapy. This person got their shit together. That person took care of that. That thing that was avoided and neglected was finally looked at. And guess what? When you repair that fracture, you can start again. Air Bunny quote rule number two is that the past should be kept as a place of reference. So successful couples that get back together after years apart do not have the faults of the past, bringing up old traumas, bringing up old mistakes, hanging things over the other person's head. The past bullshit is what halted the pairing. So if you're going to get back together, we don't want to bring old energy into the new situation. It's like cleaning your house and then walking in with muddy shoes. Why? Why would you do that? Past is a place of reference. So what that means is you are more than welcome to reflect on what didn't work. You, the two of you can talk about how happier you are now that you've worked on X, Y, Z. You can refer to a situation to talk about something that's important to you, but we're, we don't wave shit over someone's head. We don't bring up the past in an argument. We don't go into resentment, low blow digs. If that's your baseline, then you need more clearing. There needs to be more clearing. You will get to a place, ideally, where you can look back and say, wow, that was a really wild time. And I guess we needed to, to be apart to really understand what the hell was going on. And that time apart was the exact appropriate amount of time in order to physically, mentally, spiritually handle and move through because otherwise the universe wouldn't bring that back around. Successful couples, of course. We're not talking about the toxic, you know, the guy that comes back around. Like, nah, we're not, we don't do that. Classy ladies, we don't do that anymore. But if you get back together it's about saying, here's what didn't work. Here's what I want for us. And then the space in between is that gap to healing that. So if you broke up because you were insecure and jealous, then the space in between the next relationship is healing your insecurity and confidence issue. If you broke up because he wasn't emotionally available or he didn't give you what you deserve, then his job is to go, am I available and capable to support this woman emotionally, physically, sexually, spiritually. 
If the answer is yes on both sides, then you will naturally get back together. So my hope for Benefer 2.0 is that those 18 years <laughs> was enough of a reckoning and that I hope there's a little bit of fairy tale pixie dust weaved in between these two because that combo of the puppy dog guy who's just in awe and the woman who's just loving it, man, that makes for a good time. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this little quickie. Thanks for spending about 20 minutes with me today. If you guys want more celebrity hot takes, just DM me on Instagram. You can email me hello at goodloveco. You guys know I love to have this dish. So thank you so much for spending some time with me and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye. All right, lovebirds, there you have it. I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed that little pocket of time we spent together. It means the world to me. If this episode landed, if you felt like you got some mic drops, I'd love to know in the comments. Feel free to leave a five-star review as well. That always feels good. And if you know anyone who would benefit from listening to this, send her my way. Today's episode was so good, and I'll see you next time. I'm living that high life